Welcome back to the Anxious Tradeswoman podcast, where I, your host, Louise, as a party, share what I've learned through the years, through the tears, so you don't have to. Welcome to episode 20, where we're talking using vague goals to bully yourself. Vague goals. So we're often goal setting, doing things, and sometimes we find ourselves setting goals like, I want to make a lot of money. I want to make enough money. I want to be a good electrician. I want to be a good mechanic. Now words. It's great. I'm recording a podcast, but words. I want to use, (laughs) no, just like, yeah, goals that don't have a defined number. So you can keep moving them and moving them and moving them. So then you never achieve them. And you tell yourself, your shit, you never achieved it, you're so far away, it's so far away, it's so far away. But it's so far away because you move 10 metres and then you move it 10 metres. So we can use this. I um, I did this with a client a few weeks ago where she's like, oh, yeah, I just like I want to be a good electrician. I'll feel confident when I'm a good electrician. And I'm like, so do you know anyone who, who you call a good electrician? She's like, yeah, yeah. Well, what did I say? I said, so what is a good electrician to you? She's like, oh, if I don't need any help, if I like don't make any mistakes, like very, very minimal mistakes, I can recall information, I can fix most faults on my own. I'm like, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I believe she's a good electrician. She's like nearing towards the end of her first year um, qualified. Um and everything that she's told me, the amount of makes mistakes that she's made, the way she learns from her mistakes, the way that she absorbs information, I would say that she's a good electrician. But my opi- like, I want her to believe that. And you guys, I want you to believe that you're a good whatever user in. So I said to her, I said, do you know someone who is a good electrician? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know a few people I would call good electricians. I'm like, cool. So how often do they ask for help? She's like, oh, maybe once once a week, like, you know, you need two people to do a job or they talk through something with someone. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And how often do they make mistakes? She's like, oh, yeah, you know, like nothing major, but every now and then they have a little slip up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So do you think you make more or less mistakes than them? And she's like, oh, about the same. Do you ask for help more or less than them? She's like, oh, about the same. So kind of through this process, like we brought it back, you know, it's – it's a good goal to be good at whatever you do, but what does good mean? What are the numbers on there? Is it kind of being like someone? And we've got to be really careful with this, especially when we're trying to be like people who have more years experience than us because we'll never catch them. Because what that is is say if you get into the industry, into your industry and you're looking up to someone who has 10 years experience, right? When you have 10 years experience, they'll have 20 years experience. And you, your brain can keep using that to bully yourself. You'll never be as good as A, B and C. You know, sometimes people have 20 years experience and you think they've had two. Um, but that's a different topic altogether. But when that, like, it's not that you're good or bad and it's not that they're good or bad. It's that physically unless they got off the tools for 20 years and then got back on, you would never catch them. 
so your brain can use it to bully yourself and make yourself feel miserable. And we don't want that. We don't. There's enough things in the world that make us feel miserable. We don't need ourselves to make us feel miserable. That's actually one of the, like, so with coaching and all that kind of stuff that I do, one of the guys that um, kind of started it, one of his things was there's enough things in life to make us, like, miserable and to give us hardships that we don't need to make them ourselves. Um, and bullying ourselves is one of these hardships that we give ourselves. You know, it's good to strive to be good, high standards, but if it's causing you to be miserable, is it worth it? And not is it worth it, is it actually helping? <laughs> is it helping um, with that as well? So um, I had another client who was using it for money. She's like, yeah, I want to make a lot of money this year. And I'm like, you know, we were talking numbers. How much money did you make last year? And I was like, hmm, that, that seems like a lot of money. She's like, no, no, I didn't make a lot of money last year. I'm like, so what is a lot of money to you? And she couldn't give me an answer. She couldn't give me a number. Okay, let's – and then I think she's in, she was a builder, is a builder. So we are using, like, percentages on jobs, like how would it be profitable, how profitable would you want it to be, obviously, because different size of small renos to large renos and that kind of thing. So we ended up working on a percentage. But it wasn't something that I gave her. It was something like, I want you to pick a number. What is a number that feels good for you? Is it a number? Is it a percentage? Let's go from there. Is it, you know, I want to, you know, say if you're a field service technician, you're first few years in your trade or no matter how far in your trade you're in, but you're just kind of like, okay, for me to be quote unquote independent, because we know we can never know everything, um, I'd like to try and only call for help, you know, once a week or say if you're going, let's go with, okay, I call for help twice a day. And I'd like to go down to calling for help once a day. And just make that a goal like that. That's achievable. That's a number. And realistically, I, I believe that no one's ever going to be fully independent in the trays, whether you need someone to help you lift something or you need two brains to work out a strange-ass fault. Like, <laughs> that's just my opinion. But bringing it down, like, being like, okay, I want to only call for help Going from two days to one day. Okay, I only want to help, call for help three times a week. I only want to give myself three phone of friends a week. You know, and work off that and try and push. And then that stretching of the brain, like you're, you're putting friction in your brain pretty much. You're like, okay, I need to work this out because I don't want to use my phone a friend. But you have your phone a friend there. It's not the end of the world if you do call. But then you stretch your brain. You're still safe. You can still sort out the problem. And say if you say, okay, from, you know, when I feel like, okay, I should call someone, I'm going to sit here and give myself another 10 minutes to try and work this out. And then I'll call after 10 minutes of trying again. Because you might get it. Or you might pick up the phone, say two words to the person, and because your body has relaxed, because you feel safe, then you'll be able to get the fault, the idea to fix the fault. So we want to put a number on our goals as much as, as possible we want to you know even if you want to feel better you know there's a lot of um tracking apps where you can just put in smiley faces and different levels of smiley faces to track your mood each day um and you can say yeah I want to you know have 
five smiley faces out of seven each day. That's how I'll know I'll feel the majority good. That kind of thing. You want to put a number on it as much as you can. I want to be able to do my services um, in two hours instead of three hours. I want to be able to change a set of breaks in, you know, 45 minutes instead of an hour. I want to be able to put up a door in 15 minutes instead of half an hour. You know, use those goals. But when you're just saying, I want to be good at something, what does good mean? I want to be excellent at something. What does excellent mean? I want to be competent. What does competent mean? What are the things that you want to check off your list? Put them down on paper. Do not use vague goals to bully yourself, guys. We have enough things in the world that make life difficult. We don't need ourselves to do it to ourselves. Please, please. Um, yes. So <laughs> on that note, I might be losing it slightly, but anyway. <laughs> if you would like any help or support with this process of, you know, getting yourself some good structured goals that you can achieve and you feel good when you achieve them because you actually do achieve them. You can join my free Facebook community, Tradeswomen Owning Their Power, or if you'd like one-on-one support you or you're a business wanting to make the workplace better for tradeswomen and minorities, you can inquire through my website, louiseasaparty.com. And this episode is proudly sponsored by the Talkin app. So the Talkin app is a new innovative platform an app that connects people in the mining industry based on the machines and stuff that they work on. So it's pretty much like Facebook, but for the mining industry. And instead of profiles, or you have a profile, but there is also the pages of machines. Um, For now, it's only in the mining equipment world, but it will be expanding out into other avenues. And if you could, and you were interested in downloading and checking this app out, If you could use the link in the show notes, you would be supporting the podcast in the process. Get on there. You know, they have some pretty cool stuff on there. The machines on there are awesome. They're so fascinating. Even if you don't work on a mine site, they are fascinating pieces of equipment. Anyway, if you've gotten this far into the podcast, I'm assuming you got some value out of it. So please share this in your Instagram story. Send it to a friend. Anyone you think that would benefit from it. Please share it around and thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode.